Welcome back to the Buckeye Boom Podcast. It's your boy Antonio. And it's your guy CT. What's going on, people? It's been a minute. What's going on? How you been, CT? Man, holidays, a little tired, but you know, you're making it. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you. I'm gonna be honest. I'm gonna be honest, you know. Uh it was hard to do this podcast after that Michigan loss. Mm. I'm not gonna lie to you. Mm. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, and I'm gonna be honest with you. We're gonna start this Michigan game recap. Uh, you're gonna have to talk most about it because personally I didn't watch it. And then after I saw the scoring <laughs> and was looking at Twitter, I just couldn't bring myself to do it. I yeah. couldn't do it. So let's get right into it. Michigan beat us, uh, I believe, 42 to 27. Yes. Um, I believe they scored five straight touchdowns. Ridiculous. So let's give us give us a recap, man. What happened and what went wrong? Aside man. from everything. Because I just got outclassed physically this whole game. It was embarrassing. Pretty embarrassing. On both sides of the line, they were just getting pushed around like, like they weren't there. Like the, they weren't ready. They weren't ready to be physical at all. They let Hutchinson get back there almost whenever he wanted to on on defense. Then on offense, they, um, they just got pushed around. All The whole line got pushed around. This Lent Corum, as soon, as soon as he got in, he was just, just breaking big runs. I'm like – and then they couldn't even stop, like – because once the run was going for Michigan, it was over. They could have sit in deep passes. They threw the ball five times in the second half. Right, and it was deep. It was ridiculous. It was just um, sad. It was just absolute fool's gold. Uh, we saw this a little bit versus Minnesota. We brushed it off. We definitely saw it against Oregon. Yeah. We were alarmed. Then Ohio State started to get a little bit better. And then Penn State happened. But we're like, well, Penn State's got, like, the best defense we played. Right. And they got a really good D coordinator. I got some good pieces. And then we saw it a little bit against Nebraska. And we're like, okay, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. And then we played the game, and we weren't ready for it. We just, yeah, man, we didn't look like an Ohio State team. They didn't have that fire, that passion, like you wanted to be in the rivalry game. weren't finesse, like I mean, we yeah. were finesse. Like it's just, yeah, man. Um, if there, if that game showed anything, it showed that playing five offensive tackles is not the way. Man, it showed that um, defensively we have to go ahead and just overhaul and make some changes. We got to make changes. Um, The defensive line has been an issue all year. Mm -hmm. It really has. Um, We've had bright spots with Haskell Garrett, but uh, Zach uh, Harrison, like, I don't know. Tyreek Smith was average all year. Like, I thought we should have just went ahead. I mean, I don't know, man. This is it's disappointing to be in this situation. Like, we haven't lost them in a long time. So, it hurts even years. more. Mm. It hurts even more. Like, what is it, like, one time in the last 20 years, two times maybe? Yep, the last time they won was 2011 and this year. And before like, that, it was 03. 03. Like, that's a long time in our long lives. Time. Right. That's 18 years of our lives. I'm 32. Exactly. So, for – all these years, like, this is what I've gotten accustomed to. So, yeah, man, I'm okay with it at this point. 
um, because we needed this to wake us up and or to teach us that Ryan Day is not the answer for one or two reasons. This is this is something that we need to see. Man, we'll see about that last one, though. He yeah, has a lot of boxes to check. This offseason. I agree. I agree. So give me your early thoughts on the Rose Bowl. We've got Utah on January 1st. Man, it's a, it's a bittersweet. You know, Rose Bowls used to be the granddaddy of them all. Right. One of the most prestigious bowls there was. Yeah. But it, this kind of doesn't matter after not making the playoffs. It's like, ah, it's the Rose Bowl. But it's going to be another test for Ohio State. Because Absolute fact. It's like a mini Michigan slash yes, Minnesota. Yes, they are. Yes, Plus they you, are. With your, with your boy, Tavion Thomas. I know, right, right out of Dayton Dunbar. Right, so he he's used to the physical running game. No, no, that's doubt. all they. And that's they do he that a lot. Wanted to go to Ohio State. Yes, I remember. He wanted to go to Ohio State. I remember the uh, the Buckeyes were. Um, they started recruiting, but I, I don't think um, he had the grades, grade situation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Our issue there, but he he's looked. I've watched Utah twice this year, both times versus, versus Oregon, and he's been dominant in those two games. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. So, I agree with that. How are going to have to man up? They got to man up because they, that's this exactly is the kind it. of test they're going to get in this on, on the 1st of January. Here's what I think. I think our offense is still going to be okay. I think our guys are going to play well. I don't think Chris Olave plays. I don't think uh, Garrett Wilson plays. I think um, Olave plays for really? like two series to get the, the, okay. those yards, and that's it. Because he's back home in California? Oh, maybe that's it, to get the yards. Yeah, get thousand Maybe yards. that too. Um, but I, I don't – I think our offense will be fine. Um, I think defensively we're going to really struggle, and here's the reason why. I think all those coaches know they're on their way out. And oh, yeah. so, like, as much as you're trying to focus, like, this is a, this is a livelihood we're talking here. Mm-hmm. So you need to find a new job. So I don't know, man. I don't. It's hard to find a new job after you've sucked after the past you sucked year, the whole year. I just imagine what I wonder what Al Washington is thinking right now. Like he turned down the Tennessee defensive coordinator position man. to be the linebackers coach, and they suck. The linebackers suck. So what is he going to do? He better just pray he can stay. Uh, something, man. So I don't know, man. It's interesting to see. Um, I don't know if there's a spread out or anything, but what do you think? think? I think it was something like the Buckeyes was like seven or something like that. It was, it was, it was single digits though. I, think, I remember it was single digits. Wow. That makes me yeah, Buckeyes favored by seven, I think. But with that much time to prepare, right. Good weather, man. I think Ohio State will be okay. I think we win by four or five. I don't even have a score yet, but I, that's how I think things go. What you think? I agree. I we'll we'll see you as soon as we get closer to the game. See who's playing and who's not playing. But yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think the Buckeyes, as you said, good weather. They might win by fourteen because they play a lot better when it's not cold. That's fair. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, let's move on to Gene Smith opening up the checkbook a little bit. Uh, we have our new def- just a little defensive- bit, <laughs> a little bit, man. This is not like Gene Smith. He never opens a checkbook. I think the highest paid defense court or our coordinator last year, assistant in general, was two point five million. Uh, Brent Venables down at Clemson, yeah. he was making two point five a year, mm-hmm. and we bring in Jimmy Knowles from Oklahoma State at one point nine million a year. 
Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that with a nice little $183,000 signing bonus. Um, from what I've seen, it's a 425 defense. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's multiple, it's aggressive. Uh, Oklahoma State had the third ranked defense this year, which so is kind of saying something in the yeah. Big 12 where they pass the ball. Yes, a great deal. So I don't know, man. I'm I'm excited for new blood, regardless of what happens. Right. Um, I like the fact that it seems like they everybody's saying he's a teacher, uh, you know, and we need that. Like you can't just be a coach and be the raw, raw guy that Kerry Coombs said he is. Yep. Um, and try to patchwork that with another guy. So um as we get into this, my main question to you is who stays and who goes? I think Kerry Combs is gonna be out just for the fact of this is job. So like, well, he's not gonna. It's hard win. to take a downgrade from one point four yeah, million. Yeah, exactly. But he seems to love coaching, unless he's at a point where he's gonna retire. No way he bounces back to the NFL. It's too late. Oh, yes, I guess it's, it's not even. You know, the NFL usually is hiring their coaches like around January after the bowl game. So yeah. he might be able to go back to the NFL, depending on what Mike Vrabel as another position coach again. Yeah, he's probably. never gonna get a chance as defense oh, yeah. coordinator again. No. I could see him going back to the Titans, maybe being a DB coach again, but definite pay cut. I, I, it's hard to see him staying after getting demoted in the middle of the season and then somebody getting hired above I, you. I will never forget that press conference. Yeah, I thought he was gone. He seemed like he was gone. I did too. I think he thought he was gone. Yeah. Um, so so who, who else is gone? I think that might be it for the defense. Really? Yeah, because it's kind of too late for them to even do anything because you got recruiting going uh, happening right now. With signing no, coming no, up. no, no, then no, no, got, like, no, who, no, who, no, no, no. Who is they going to get? Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. So what you're hearing is a lot of people uh, they make their moves on assistance after the signing period, a la right when uh, Mike Weber switched over. From uh, Everett Withers, and but all that's that. so underhanded sometimes uh, with with players. They feel like they get you know done dirty or whatever. yeah, but it is what it is. It's the nature of the business. Mm-hmm. So like, here's my thing. At first, I thought Al Washington was gone. Now I do not. Here's what I think happens. So you know how uh, everybody keeps saying that the new defensive coordinator has a background with the linebackers. Yes, I think essentially that's just what he's going to do. He's going to really coach them, but really. It's I watched this group. Right. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, for example, they said when – what's the – who's the old assistant we had that came from Michigan? Uh, Greg Madison. Greg Madison was helping with the linebackers. They yes. sucked. But Al Washington was a defensive lineman and a defensive lineman coach. Yeah. So the fact that he's coaching linebackers, he's already out of position. But that's neither here nor there. Um, Matt Barnes, what happens with him? Like, does Matt Barnes feel he's now too qualified to just, I mean, to just be, like, the DB coach, or? He shouldn't. He shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> defense, yeah. they had a little bit of improvement after he, you know, started calling the plays, but yeah. they were still kind of – they weren't there all the way there That's yet. That's true. So, yeah. if it, I think he – I think Ryan Day likes Matt Barnes, so I think we'll end up staying at a DB coach – and Combs is probably the guy that's going to so be. So, Combs is the only guy. So I think so. Oh, on, on defense, yeah, on defense. Do you think Larry Johnson 
uh, retires? I think he has maybe one or two more years in him. Larry Johnson, he's probably going to go ahead and call it okay. a, a okay. career. Okay. But on the offense side of the ball, they got to get rid of Stud. I mean, I think Stud's gone. They have to. It's like I think Stud is gone. It's not. It's not worth it. I agree. I think Stud is gone. Um. So let me ask you this now: uh, Which new head coaching hire to cause Ohio State the most problems? I think. Um, I think. This is really an interesting question. I think it's really two guys. Yeah. I really think it's the guy, me and Lincoln Riley at USC, man. He's going to be able to recruit crazy absolutely. over there. The recruiting is going to – it's going to be a tough battle for Ohio State now. There's a, it's another blue blood program with tradition and mm-hmm. the Hollywood and everything. It's going to be so hard to recruit against USC absolutely. California now. Absolutely. So I'm, I'm and, and I, I think we've seen that a little bit with the Branch brothers. I think yeah. we're seeing that with Hero Canoe a little bit as well. Like, it's 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 real. Um, I also think the other uh, main coaching hire that's going to be a thorn in our side is the guy who said he made a mistake in going to Ohio State over, over Notre Dame. Uh, Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame. Uh, I think he's really going to make life difficult for Ohio State. Hmm. He is by far one of the most hands-on head coach recruiters uh, that's in the game, like a la Ryan Day, mm-hmm. uh, a la like a Nick Saban, a Lincoln Riley who's very hands-on. Like they really pride themselves on being the hands-on recruiter, uh, and he's going to be that same way. For example, uh, the day that he officially got announced – he called our power forward Emil Wagner four times. Wow. Like he is on this, like crazy, crazy. So, you know, and it's just, and, the, and I, these are stories I keep hearing all across, you know, all these platforms I listen to. He's such a hands on recruiter. Like Steve Wolfong from Bucknuts 24 7 was saying, um, you know, what he's going to do is he's going to win one or two more battles, recruiting battles that Brian Kelly could not win. Mm-hmm. And I can see that too. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting. Um, but I think those are the two that give Ohio state the most problems. So we got some new additions to the 22 class with Devin Brown and your boy, Sonny styles. Um, I'm going to start with Sonny. I've said this to you over and over again. He is an NFL this is what an NFL player looks like in person. Freaky athlete. Right, so we played at Pickerington Central about two weeks ago. And, of course, he played with our point guard, Laurent Rice. So he came up, and I'm talking with him. And I was just like, you know what, man? You really big as shit. No, I mean, pause. You, you big as shit, dude. Like 220 pounds and listening to yeah. 15. He says he's up to 220 right now. When I, He carries around like this guy, this guy on the water just – like his athleticism, he's quick twitch. Yes. Like, yeah. What just happened is this is the reason why Al Washington is not leaving. Because yeah. CJ Hicks and Sonny Styles in your linebacker group. Mm-hmm. Your guys on, are here man. now. Your guys are here now. So you gotta. Your you guys, know. They are good. Yeah. Like good. Sonny no looks. 
Sonny is a little bit more athletic than uh, CJ. Um, but something else I want to talk about real quick, because I've been listening to all these people talking about NIL, he reclassified. Here's what people have to understand. Now, if you have a child, especially a son, you keep him back in middle mm-hmm. school. Mm-hmm. And then, exactly. you know, they develop and all that good stuff, but they're older than everybody. Yep. Sonny is not younger. Right. Yes. It's crazy. So all this record and Quinn Ewers last year, too. Now, Quinn Ewers specifically did it for a reason. For NIL. Yeah, here's what I think, and I don't have no intel. We're not intel, but again, he played with our point guard. So when um oh, what's the kid's name? The Craig Young transferred, right? Mm-hmm. When we had the linebacker attrition, right? There was a clear path and plan in place that could help Sonny potentially get an opportunity for playing time. I'm not going to say he's going to start. I'm not going to say anything like that because he's still not graduating until May. Okay. But by him getting on campus earlier, right, now that depth is there a little bit more in the linebacker room, right? So now we're talking about maybe he gets an opportunity to not – you know, play maybe plays against. I don't know. Our schedule is tough, but maybe there's a couple of games where he gets in there and gets his nose wet a little bit. But he gets in that program, and by year two, like CJ Hicks and him to get. Oh my gosh! Again, listen. What is our base defense going to be? Four two five. You telling me CJ Hicks and Sonny Styles as your two? Oh, listen. Yeah, I've been saying. Come on, man. And that four two five. Uh, there's one thing about that. Um, uh, what's, what's, what's some guy's name? Uh, Nose. Yeah. He has a position called like the, the jack position. I've seen that. And it's going to be like a stand-up rushing. So, mm-hmm. so like Jack Sawyer, I think he's going to exceed in that position. Yeah, I, I think even a guy too. like um, in the recruiting class, Kenyatta Jackson Jr., he yes. does about that in high school right now. If you Imagine think, if we had Baron Browning still. Oh, man, that would be beautiful. He'd perfect yeah. for that. Perfect. Yeah. Like, a, like a TJ Watt coming off the side. Oh, man, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah. But um, back, back to St. Styles. I, I can, you know, for real, him getting a whole fall camping, you know, in the summer, I could see him actually getting a lot of time at safety. He is only 215, 220. You're right. Cause like if if Shaw can be back there right now, I'm sure they can put Sonny Styles back there. Man, that's I don't know. That's a lot of weight. It's a lot of weight. And then Proctor should be back. Also, Proctor. So that's a that's been, another thing that people man. are not. So having, now now you have breaking news: Ryan Watts. Oh yeah, transferring into the portal. Watts. Why do you think he entered the portal? Maybe they did get Elias Ricks to come. No, I don't think so. <laughs> Think, there's no other reason unless they're picking up somebody um, else. They should have moved student. him to safety. I don't understand. Mm. Unless he just – I know I think he probably was just so, like, I'm going to be a corner. Yeah. Like, I'm going to be a corner. And he got zero playing time. I think that's what it was. Is this year two for him, too? Maybe year three. No. Ryan Watts? I think it's only year two. Didn't he come with uh, Cavazos? I didn't think he did. I thought I think this is only year that's two for him. That's the kid I was hoping I was gonna, you know. <laughs> but but let's move on to Devin Brown. We got our quarterback commit for the 2022 class. I'm okay with it. Like now that Queen Yo. has transferred out. You said what? Devin Brown. 
I was surprised watching this pretty film. Yeah. I was yeah. like, it's not I, bad. It, it might be the Utah high school might not be that good. Football up there might but be Draper good. is like, I feel like I've heard that name before. Yeah, they said that um maybe Porter <laughs> Gunston went there or something. I think indicated who's in the NFL right now, the, the quarterback Zach Wilson was there. They said, Yeah, there. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was watching Devin Brown's film. That kid has an arm. Yeah, like, man. he kind of like watching this film. He wasn't fast, but he could get where the way he needed to get to. He, he reminded me of watching Joe Burrow in high school. Like this kid. That's the comparisons I've seen. He wasn't fast, but like yeah. he could, like his feet, and then he would like scramble out of the pocket and just throw dimes. I'm like, oh, this kid is. Yeah, man. I I wouldn't be shocked to see him starting over Kyle McCord come 2023. Uh, I'm not gonna go that far, but I think it get, we got some good separation now. Uh, Kyle McCord, I don't, I mean, I'm not a believer, but this kid, I, I was totally <laughs> all shocked. Like he could be a five star low key. He was he, that he, close. Listen, he's good, man. He's good. I can't lie to you. Um, who else rounds off this class, man? Let's just go down the list. Amari Abor, in or out? I seen today. This earlier today, I think he had two crystal balls to Ohio State. So, um, hopefully, we pull him in there. We need it. Yeah, I I, th- I agree with that. I think he's in. Uh, yes. What about Carson Hensman? Also, another kid I've seen um, over on Rivals, uh, one of their writers changed their uh, prediction from Wisconsin to Ohio State. So, that's a good look for Ohio State. Buckeyes need need that. This I week. agree. Caden uh, Curry. Yes, he's supposed to be announcing. He announced it today that he's going. He's going to announce the day before signing day, and it's down to Alabama and Ohio State. And I think Steve Wolfong or somebody just put in a crystal ball to uh for the Buckeyes for Caden Carey. So Buckeyes got to okay. roll in there. Okay, I, I have a guy. I'm going to ask you that's not on your list, but Christian Miller. Yeah, I've seen that. Uh, yeah, Ryan Day and Larry Johnson. On an in-home visit, and well, did you hear his last two in-home visits? Who, who was that? His last, his first, well, his second to last in-home visit was just Larry Johnson, and oh, then his wow. last in-home visit was Larry Johnson and Ryan Day. Oh, I didn't know that. I think wow, man. Even even with that being said, this kid loves the recruiting game. So That's what much. I keep hearing too. Like he loves it. Like he was, I could, I, I think he was a Buckeye back in March. But then he went to uh, Georgia, and then he was a bulldog. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this kid, he just loves the game. Yeah. Uh, I think he's out. I don't think he's Okay. Out. That's fair. Hero Canoe. Now, I think this is a tough one because he's – even though he's from Germany, he's basically living in California. And, you know, USC has had, had a big splash higher, and I know they're coming after him hard right now. But I think LJ wins out on right here because I really love LJ. Yeah, we need a big plugger in that he's middle of the line. Pass too. He's quick. Yeah, man. He's so big. Yeah, man. But you got him in or out? I think he's in. Okay, LJ, you think he's, he's in? in? Okay. Um, and Zion Branch. Man, this is this one sucks because after losing um Xavier Wangpa last yeah. week, oh man, it was tough. Or no, it was, it was this week. It was this week. It, yeah. But um, we we'll probably lose out on Zion Brand's shoe. But yep, thankfully he did pull in Funny Styles. Maybe yeah. he can play linebacker safety, something like that. Play the bullet. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so we'll probably lose him out. Okay. Um. Now we talked about our Rose Bowl predictions, but unfortunately we got to talk about playoffs. Man. So we've got the one seed Alabama playing the four seed Cincinnati. 
We've got Georgia playing the team up north. You tell me, team up north versus Georgia, does team up north have a chance? No. Oh! Team is fake. Okay. I said they're they fake all year, and I still say they're fake. Because, honestly, I don't make excuses for, for the Buckeyes. COVID but saved them. They, COVID did save them. But I, I think if this game was in Columbus and it was just regular temperature weather, no, none, none of that snowy stuff, I think the Buckeyes would have won that game. Even – Here's what I'm thinking, man. Even saying all that, I just think it's going to be very hard for Michigan to run the ball on Georgia's defense. Oh, Exactly. I, that's what's going to be the one thing that's going to hurt them. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know how much Georgia's going to be able to move ball in Michigan, though. Because they the have quarterback. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's the reason why. <laughs> that's the reason why. So oh my God. I've got it being something like, I don't know, 17 to 7, uh, Georgia winning. I don't know what the spread is, but that's what I think it'll be. That's why I never believe in Georgia all year long because they've been playing Stetson Bennett. And, like, I don't yeah. understand. Their yeah. offense is terrible. Yeah. But what's all your they prediction? do is go to the tight end. What's your prediction? I see, the, I see Georgia pulling that one out 24 okay. to 10. And then I've got uh, Alabama and UC. Again, which is crazy. I said UC would make the playoffs this year. Mm. I told you that. That was my crazy prediction. Uh, but, yeah, Alabama smokes the guys, really crap like, out of them. I mean, it's like, yeah, it's going to be terrible. Uh, I know they got Sauce Gardner. I know they got Kobe Bryant. I get it. But, yeah, Bama wins by, I don't know, 20. Yeah, Bama's going to win by at least 30. It's going to be bad. So then that leaves you with your rematch of Alabama versus Georgia. Who you got? Bama drubs Georgia again. 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 It's not. Again, Kirby just – I don't know, man. He freezes up or something. He just – I don't know, man. He is not the one. I mean, he's good. He's recruiting the heck out of that. But he just – his decision-making. Right. But he's doing that quarterback. Like, the whole – yeah. Alabama drops him. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. But one more um, thing. What about your guy uh, tomorrow night, Saturday night? Who wins the, wins the Heisman? <laughs> Our guy, C.J. Stroud, is there. Over. It's great that he's there. First of all. Uh, Jerry E. Mig and Ohio State's communications department need to spend after the bowl season the next three months just giving him media training. I'm tired of hearing him talk. I'm tired. I'm just tired of it. Like, this quotable suck. Like, everything is, bro, like, I'm so over it. Like, you know, the flu and we're still the better team. And, like, I ain't going to lie to you. <laughs> One of the funniest things that Zach uh, Smith sh- said is that he talks to people and they say it's like he has resting bitch face. Wow. <laughs> and he does. He does. He does. Mm. I've never seen a kid complain so much. Like from the whole, I'm just 19 or 18, whatever he was saying, I'm just 19. To, you know, we had the flu, so I could barely talk all week to it's just so much like it was too defensive the whole year yeah man like i don't get it so he needs media training but either which way i'm glad he's in new york what a great experience maybe it fuels him fuels him for next season because he's not gonna win it's going to bryce Mm -hmm. but you know maybe that's what it does and that's wild man because the Buckeyes had everything set up in front of them right there they could have had the heisman they could have beat michigan all he had to do was win 
if they could just do. blocked, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and not get run on. Wow, yeah, that's it. crazy. Yeah, man. So Cause he because Stroud didn't have a bad game that was Michigan. I know that's what I'm saying. That's why that's all he had to do was win at that point because he was straight. Wow. So, but yeah, man, we'll be back. We'll we'll you know dig in deeper by when we meet next week. Our signing day will be complete, so we'll talk about all the new signings that we have coming to Buckeye Nation, and we'll talk about Morose Ball a little bit more. So, appreciate y'all being here, man. Go Bucks! Yes, sir. Go Bucks!